So sorry about that bad audio quality. Last episode. <laughs> last episode. I'm still, but I, I'm still, I'm still trying to get my shit together, and it's, it's a time. Like I, I I'm on week fucking four of moving, and I'm still fucking moving. Deep breath. It's just okay. It's, so you're gonna be moved in eventually. Eventually, it's I'm cool. so close. I'm so close. Like. I could taste it. I'm so close. I can almost taste it. But um, I was in my bedroom last time and hopefully it should be a little bit better. I'm in the dining room. Yes. You can see my kitchen behind me. Dumbest. Yeah, it's cute. No. Oh. The dumbest fucking thing about my kitchen. Can you notice? Do you see what's wrong with my kitchen? I mean. I'll give you a hint. Look at all this right here. Yeah, you don't have cabinet doors. I don't have fucking cabinet doors. Right. Whoever fucking took them off, there's a circle of hell for you waiting. Who the fuck thought that that was a good idea? I don't know. (laughs) Did they throw them away? Yes. Why? They're not here. Like. Okay, that's stupid. Yeah. No, they're gone. I just like, because that was one of the questions is like, hey, can I have my cabinet doors back? And they're like, they're gone. Like, that's, like, two two buyers ago. Like, that's two owners ago. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Are you kidding me? You could track those people down and send them a strongly worded letter about being <laughs> stupid. Honestly, um, this is as a, this is the uh, landlord special up in here. So, like, Meh. those those cabinets got to go. Like, it's not even, it's not good. It's not Fair good. enough. Yeah, so I, uh, it, this needs a little TLC, needs a little love. So, it's okay. But I'm still moving in. Um I got a little bit left. It's not too, too much. I should be done this weekend and just be fucking done. Beautiful. So uh, I got my HOA stuff and she was supposed to send me over the the condo bullshit information and she didn't fucking send it over. Ugh. So. The hoa. Whatever. Doesn't matter. So. uh Oh. Oh. I forgot to tell you this. Oh, uh, no. So I'm in a whole new, I'm in a whole new area, right? So I gotta, mm-hmm. get a, I gotta get a whole new gym. Like I've got a, like I got Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like. Thank God the gym that I have is like down the road and not up the fucking highway 15 minutes away from me. Jeez. Right. So uh, I, I seven minute drive. No big deal. Go to the gym and I'm sitting in the car and I'm I'm trying. I have I have an issue with talking and I have an issue going into new places for the first time. Don't know what the fuck that's about. But I was sitting in the car trying to like come up with my script of what to say so finally after like i don't know like five minutes i was like all right get out of the car like go the fuck in there it's fine so as i'm walking in i see somebody who looks familiar and i was like there's no fucking way that that's who i think that is so what i don't think yeah so i don't think anything about it because like there's no fucking way i i was like they don't live here i was like they don't live here so i'm um fiddling with my keys getting my car door to lock and i hear excuse me and i look over my f- it's my fucking realtor yo crazy <laughs> i was like what do you what do you do i was like you you i was like you told me you lived in another town over she's like nah this is my gym this is great and she's like went on and on she's a salesman so she was just like no yeah. you're gonna love it here like the equipment's brand new they have a pool in there they have a sauna in there and i was like hell hot yeah damn, girl hot damn Get it and so she's like you want to be workout buddies i was like you want to learn how to weight lift <laughs> <laughs> which no they they always say let's be workout buddies and it's like you wanna you wanna back squat? Are you, are you sure though? You wanna, wanna back squat uh, one thirty five? And they always back down. Always. I never. It's Fair. fine. She's she's like five foot, if even. <laughs> right, like a hundred pounds. So she doesn't want to weight lift, which is fine. So um, my realtor will be at uh, my gym, which I think is really funny. That's so. actually hilarious. Yep. Yep. So 
I got a king size bed and that whooped my fucking Hell ass. Yeah. I so backtrack also I'm gonna walk back one more second. Speaking of cat I got cat hair in my mouth. So <laughs> God fucking damn it, cat hair everywhere. I have all vinyl floorings and I was really afraid that the cat wasn't gonna embrace this, this <laughs> like embrace this because I was like, man, the, the yeah, speak, speak of the devil, he's fucking behind me. So I really thought he was going to have a hard time with the hardwood floors, and I've been, like, really stressed out about it, because I was like, man, yeah. like, he hates hardwood floors, there's no traction, he can't get the zoomies anymore, like, I gotta get some carpet for him, like, like I have, like, this shit little, like, this new roll of carpet that I was using for a project, I was like, I can put some carpet down and here and there, so he can, like, jump across, this motherfucker has embraced the slide, he is now oh, hell yeah. rolling with it, the only part that he can't roll with it is going up the stairs, because there's a turn, and I hear, <laughs> bing, bing, boom, bang, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, like, what the fuck is going on? upstairs but he like i watched this fucker <laughs> run across the dining room table leap over a bunch of like shit in the living room and then slide underneath the couch i was like okay never mind i'm no longer giving a shit i no longer fucking care so <laughs> your little feather duster is so happy uh fucking uh handleless handleless broom that my yeah. my zoomiest boy anyways he's so cute Ugh. so I get a king size bed for my for my bedroom because it's a it's made for a king size bed. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm getting a king size bed. Yeah, my queen's in the guest. So I order the bed frame and I can't it's too heavy. I was like, and I can't Oh I'm no. Not, yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna like slice it open down here at the bottom of my like my steps and then carry it individual pieces up. That doesn't fucking make sense. So I uh I called Chris back over. I was like, Hey, can you help me? And he's like, Yeah, it's fine. I was like, I agree. <laughs> Sweet so, boy Chris. <laughs> bless him he's such a he's such a good person so he comes over and we're walking in and i was like i'll walk backwards you go at the bottom out or whatever so we're going at my pace and we're trying to get around the bend of the staircase and the thing is too long and Rip. he i ended up having to like stop because i couldn't pick it up but he kept walking and he knocks me on my fucking ass <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm like whoop, 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 and i I go to fall and I just stick my ass out and I fall down. He starts laughing at me and I was like, <laughs> man, fuck you. You knocked me over. He's like, no. So that was a time. But I got it all built and um, I did not get taken out by the mattress this time. Hell yeah. It, it, didn't, it didn't unfold and hit me. But it was so fucking heavy that I like was trying to pick it up and I couldn't. <laughs> So oh, trying, God. trying to manhandle a king size mattress is not fun. So um, I got that set up. But um that's where we're at. I just got a couple of like almost empty closets at the apartment and I got to do some cleaning and then trying to figure out how to sell the Ikea unit in less than a week now. So, Woo, I believe in you. Well, I still have about a week. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Nice. I'm glad I'm here. You're doing great. <laughs> do you want to hear something crazy that it, happened at work? Yes. What the fuck okay. happened? So I now work in a much bigger city than I did, right? Mm-hmm. Much bigger city. Same company. So everything's cool. I'm just doing my thing, doing what I do, you know, having mm-hmm. a good old time working, I guess. That's you have a good time at work, whatever. That's, so that's a fucking lie. <laughs> that's a lie. It's fine. So I'm doing my thing and I have a radio because in retail you communicate via radios. And someone goes over the radio and says, Can somebody call the police? I found a firearm in the bathroom. What the fuck? What the fuck? And that's what I said audibly out of my mouth in front of a customer. (laughs) And the customer goes, excuse me. And I went, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Someone found an abandoned firearm in the restroom and they went, what the fuck? And I went, right, that's what I said. 
And they're like, yeah, no, I get it. Okay, bye. And left. So I'm like, what? Who? What? So like I walk over to like my boss and I was like, who leaves a firearm in the restroom? And then I pause and then I go, somebody who doesn't need one. And then I laughed. And And then I was like, okay, so like what happened? So we end up figuring out what happened. Some dude had gone to the bathroom and taken his gun off his belt and sat it down and fucking walked out of the store without it. And he... How do you do that? He just gets... How do you do that? He just gets to own guns. He just... Fucking crazy. Crazy. Yep. So, we call Metro Police. They come to get the firearm, right? Somebody calls the store and is like, hey, can I talk to a manager? We're like, yeah, dog, hold on. This guy explains to said manager, I'm so sorry. I went to the restroom and left my gun in the restroom. Is it there? And they went... Yeah, buddy, as is the full clip and one in the chamber, we've taken that out. But unfortunately for you, we aren't just going to give you your gun back. And the guy went, why? And he goes, because you left it by itself unattended. You can't prove to us that that's yours. You're going to have to have that conversation with the police. And the guy went, oh, man. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, so too bad for you. And then I think uh, I was adjacent to the manager when they were having that conversation and he goes also it's a really good thing some kid didn't go in there and pick up your gun isn't it yeah you uh you you have (gasps) to have that hard conversation now because you left a fucking loaded weapon in the bathroom in a public place what an idiot yes what an idiot so metro shows up and like metro cops are way different than like small city cops like oh my god they're so different yes they don't walk like they're paid off by the drug dealers they walk like they fuck up the drug dealers it's a whole different ball game <laughs> so, so so like this dude walks in he walks in, he's like i need to speak to a manager and we're like yeah buddy no big deal and like get him over and he comes and he's like i need to get the weapon and like the whole thing he puts it in a like store labeled bag and then leaves the building and I was like, my guy, are you just, like, advertising where this man left his firearm? Like, is that what we're doing? No one's, cool. no one's going to see it in the bag. It's fine. Crazy. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a fun thing. And then I got to talking to somebody, and I was like, who does that? And somebody went, yeah, that's not the first time. What? What do you what mean that's fuck? not the first time? What the fuck? Oh, Apparently, there have been three separate occasions that someone has left a loaded firearm in the building. Three. Somebody just left it laying at the gun counter once because they were trying to, like, size for holsters and they just fucking left it laying there. How? Like, okay, so, like, I know it's a gun, right? But, like, putting that whole aspect aside, you know how expensive them fuckers are? Yes, so expensive. They're so expensive. Like, mine was, like, like, what, four? No, it was, like, seven, eight hundred dollars. Like, yeah. I would not be leaving that bitch anywhere just because on the principal no. it's seven, eight hundred dollars. Oh my goodness. And I mean like what do you what do you check for when you leave a room? You check for your phone, your wallet, and your gun, right? Mm-hmm. And your keys. Like you don't just leave that chillin'. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch, you know what I mean? Like Correct. You- <laughs> exactly what I just what? said, right? It makes sense. <laughs> Crazy. What the fuck? So that's wild. Okay. So now now that, that place has had uh, three firearms just left. That's crazy. That's what too many. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder if there are any reper- repercussions of leaving your loaded firearm. I don't know, but I'm friends with somebody that's like super into gun laws, so I can find out. You should. I want an answer. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. Hmm. Great. 
I will update you. Please update me. <laughs> but you want to know what I am super into? What? Spooky stories. Whoa, no way. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked away and I just came back to saw your face like that. You're welcome. Because I was trying to figure out like if I wanted to give up or flip the coin or both. Yeah. I just, yeah. I was kind of wondering what was occurring through your skull brain there. Uh, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I want to go to bed. All right. Heads or tails? Uh, heads. I'm really upset that you don't have a like a, a joke for the heads. Because you have one for the Me tails. Me too. Yeah, I'm also upset about it because I've thought, but I can't, like, come up with it. Oh, I thought you said you did. No, I haven't come up with a thing for heads. I mean, other than the obvious, the obvious joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I need something brainy, right. but I can't just say I want the brain. That doesn't flow. Oh. Doesn't make sense. Uh. Yeah. Okay. What'd you say? Heads. Heads. We just had a whole fucking- The one you were complaining about. <laughs> We just had a whole fucking conversation on this. Tails, I go first. Me. Me. But before I go are we, first. Yeah. Right. Are, wait, are we splitting these up to where you tell one, I tell one? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We gotta okay. figure that out. I have f- okay. four. I have three. You have three? Yes. Bro, what the fuck? What just? I got three. Okay. No, that'll work out because I'll go, you go, I'll go, you go, I go, you go, I go. And we're done. Sold. Cool. Great. Um, Where was I at? What was it? Oh, oh, but before we start, if you want to support us in our um, shenanigans, yes, <laughs> support us in whatever yeah. the fuck we're doing. We're still trying to figure out what the hell we're um, what the hell we're doing and what the hell this is called. So you want to support us, please be sure to head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have an investigator tier and a medium tier. And if you what? I heard a sound and I was confused. Oh, <laughs> It's, it's fine. You're just making way too many fucking faces over there. And I could not ask. I was like, what? The? Okay. <clears throat> Before I was interrupted by Zoe's facial expressions. Because she's staring out the window and her ADHD is just getting the better of her right now. <laughs> Are you not looking out the window? No, the window's over here. I'm oh. looking at my other screen. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Anyways, our medium tier is our or is our best here and you should just yes. just go to that tier just go check it out you'll get a sticker and i i, I have stickers to send out they're lost somewhere in moving and i will find them and i will send out stickers but they're coming don't worry about it what are you fucking looking at jokes do you want to hear one god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yes give me a joke as a child a lot of kids would shove things up their nose did you use a bowling ball which like they never were able to get out because your head is so huge, it has its own gravity pull. You're not funny. <laughs> I looked up jokes about heads. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> your head's so big that when it rains, your body never gets wet, ever. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> SpongeBob square head. <laughs> <laughs> These are dumb. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Bro. Your head's, your head's so big that people mistake you for a real life bobblehead toy. Oh my god. 
Okay, no, I'm done. I gotta stop. You're so stupid. <laughs> you only think they're funny because you're tired. That's not true. I think they're funny normally. Mm. It's just my humor. Okay. Well, since this is the fifth episode, the 115. 115. Can you believe that? Yeah, I was that? about to say that's kind of kind of like fifth. Oh, yeah. Oh, a fifth. Yes, I see. 115. A, that's a, a lot of a episodes. Fifth. A fifth episode. Yes. You, I picked up. Okay. I'm a little slow. Are you scooping one of pooping? Yes. Smelling one of stepping in? Yes. Okay, great. So, because this is a fifth episode, this is uh, where we where we cover the states and their weird urban legends that really can't, like, make it into a full episode, but we can talk about, like, little itty-bitty babies. What a yawn. What Just a yawn. Just big boy. Just <laughs> a big yawn. Stay with me. All right, you ready? Yes. I'm covering Vermont. Oh, cool. I always think that these states that are, like, like no one really thinks about, like, Vermont or, like, New Hampshire... Or like you know, like like Rhode Island, but those states have shit going on. Like I could not believe the amount of like monsters, the amount of cryptids that are in Vermont. I was like, every single fucking lake has a cryptid, and like so many people have seen the have seen these monsters. Like they're not just like a one and done. It's like yeah, we get like on average fourteen reportings in a year. It's like Jesus, what the fuck? So that's a large amount, right? So. We do have to talk about Vermont's probably most famous, notorious uh, cryptid, Kay. urban legend, lore, if you will. This is the Northfield Pigman, Pigman, Pigman of Vermont. Why not man pig? Why not man, ba- man bear pig? Yes. <laughs> I knew you were going to go to that joke. <laughs> God damn it. So, no, it is, it's pigman because the top is a pig, the bottom is a man. So it goes pigman. If the top was a man, bottom was a but, pig, it'd be man pig. What? But what? that's incorrect. What? Because mer man or mermaid shit would be a fish on top. Shit. Yeah. So by that logic. But mm. okay. So then we 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 walk it back. Yeah. Pig describes the man. Mer mm. describes the maid. Mm. Mm. It's a noun used as an adjective to describe the man or the maid. Mm. Mm. I got you there. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I won. Like Just a minute. Just a minute. <laughs> I still think mermaid should be the other way around. Maid mer? Yes. You, yeah. you, you stress me. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or it should be a fish on top and a lady on the bottom. It would make more sense. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Uh, God damn you. So the legend <laughs> has it, moving forward, the legend has it that the pig man... Man Pig was once a young boy by the name of Sam Harris, and he was at the ripe age of 17 in his full, full delinquency. Okay. Hell so, yeah. Get out of my notes. So, never. <laughs> the night before Halloween, okay, we're going back, 1951, okay? He was headed out again, full delinquency with a bunch of eggs, and he was going to start egging some shit because it's Halloween. And what, what better thing to do? In the 1950s, then egg some shit. Right, because my theory is everybody is fucking bored, okay, until eggs like... Eggs were like five cents a dozen. Uh, the prices of eggs did come back down. Did you notice that? Yes, I did, thankfully. Thank, thank God, because I was like, <laughs> man, paying $8 for 18 eggs is really fucked right now. So, yes. So they went, They went. last time I bought eggs, they were $3.37. Nice. Which is cool. I pay that. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So he heads out Halloween night, and no one sees him again. Oh, oh. 
Oh, how the tables have turned. How the turns have turned. The (laughs) turntables. So so obviously his parents, being concerned parents, call the cops and they start a search party. Looking for him over the weeks, over a lot of acreage. Can't find him. He's gone. So rumor had it that Sam was possessed by the devil that night because obviously it's the night before Halloween. Whoa. Yeah, he was possessed. Like Zero to a million. Yes, zero to a thousand. The only way we do it on this podcast. And he... Now, in his possessed life, slaughters pigs and wears their head as a hat. <laughs> what a weird fucking thing to do, Sam. <laughs> That's... So what? This would, this would look good. As a hat. I don't often look at something mm-hmm. or someone and mm-hmm. go, hey, that would look good as a hat. You never look at somebody and be like, man, you would look good as a hat? No. One of my employees when I worked at Subway, though, did have a guy tell him, you have nice teeth. Not in a, like, you have pretty teeth, but in a, like, I'm going to pull them out of your face and wear them, kind of, you have nice teeth. <laughs> so, so. Oh, my God. What yeah. the fuck? Have I never told you that? No. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he did not work for me for much longer after that, because that guy definitely liked to come back to see him and tell him about his teeth. So, it wasn't just a one-time thing. What the fuck is wrong with yeah. people? So, so many things. What the fuck is... Okay. Yeah, so like this guy who would like shroud himself in pigskin. Ugh. Okay. All right. You've ruined it. You've ruined this whole thing You're for me. You're welcome. Um, uh, so, so, so what the pig man would look like, according to these sightings, is it's about six, five, six, five, eight. Okay. Kind of short for a man. Uh, covered, covered in fuzzy white hair. And depending on who you ask, cloven hooves. Maybe some sharp hooves. It's just, it's overall not a good time. Okay. So one source says that there's an area called the Devil's Washbowl. <laughs> and there's like some abandoned farm stuff there and it lives in the farm there. I don't know. So that's North Northfield, Devil's Washbowl. You, you take Crazy. a pick. Right. So so one night you got some dumb, dumb teenagers. Okay. Yes. All right, so they're hanging out. This is so fucking stupid. They were hanging out behind their high school drinking. That's a weird place to hang out and drink. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Don't fucking hang out by a high school and drink. What the fuck? That's weird. That's weird. What are you, what are you doing? Go in drinking the woods. Go behind <laughs> your school. I, what? Go in the woods. Go, like, literally, you're surrounded by fucking woods. Go into the woods. That doesn't make any sense to me. Don't do that. So... <laughs> I just realized what I just did. Yeah? <laughs> I'm telling teenagers where to go drink. Don't drink, teenagers. Don't do that until you're legally able to. Yeah, just don't. It's just, it's not fun. Take it from a 28-year-old. You get hangovers. It makes you feel like shit. You don't do it anymore. So, out of the bushes, walks up the pig man. Oh, no, pig man. <laughs> and i don't i don't know if he was coming i thought he was coming for a drink i would have offered him a drink the teenagers did not they they took the fuck off running they were like hell no hell to the no no and they were no see pigman knew what was up because he saw some kids drinking and was like i can fucking scare them and they will leave all of that for me Ooh, that's pretty Mm -hmm. good i would have grabbed my alcohol just saying (laughs) i would not i probably would have just left alcohol is expensive these days you know what i'm saying i mean this was the 50s how much was it? Like a dollar? Yeah, but still, a dollar back then was still expensive. 
I need to go. There's a certain state. Yeah. And I can't remember which one it is. But there's a certain state that has like less taxes on alcohol. Oh, that's weird. And at like all like all of the roads leading into that state. It's a new it's a New England state. I wanna say it's New Hampshire. I can't remember. Anyways, the roads that lead into the state, they have huge, these massive package stores on either side of the highway that you can pull in grab your alcohol because usually it's like hey if you're going through like new hampshire get me like a giant fucking thing of like jimmy hendrix or like di serono or something so like you could get a massive bottle for like not as expensive you're correct it's new hampshire i gotta make a trip to new hampshire new hampshire and oh wait what's happening (laughs) how does this work oh my goodness oh missouri has alcohol tax of two dollars damn it's very, very low. Mm. Uh, oh, that's, oh, that's No, low? it's New Hampshire and Wyoming have no tax ah, on their alcohol. There it is. Wild. Yep. Huh. I don't know why that popped in my head, but there you go. That's a fun fact for you. Washington has a $33 tax on their alcohol. What? <laughs> $33. <laughs> the next closest is Oregon with a twenty one ninety five tax on alcohol. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Means that there's a base. I don't know pro- how they break this down. Right. Like, there's no, that doesn't make sense. Is it like $33 per what? Great. Oh, per gallon. Oh, okay. Highest alcohol tax per gallon. Okay. So Washington with a $33, Oregon with a 21, Virginia with a 19. Oh, Virginia's number three. Sorry, bud. I knew it. I fucking got up here and I was like, why is she, what's Maryland? I will fucking drive uh, to Maryland. 11, 11.96. Okay, that's not too bad. Washington, D.C.? Oh, I don't know if it's on here. District of Columbia, $6.20. Oh, then I'm just going to go into fucking D.C. and get some yeah. alcohol. What the fuck? Yeah, that'd be silly okay. not to just do that. Okay. Because I was wondering, I was like, man, I was like, I was buying the D.C. I was like, this feels really expensive. It is, so. apparently. Okay. Wild. That makes sense. All right, then I'll just go into D.C. next time and grab some. Look at all the fun facts you learn here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just chock full of them, and then you just go down that rabbit hole. Oh, absolutely. It's the serotonin that I don't have that I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyways, back to the story. What the fuck? <laughs> so, Jesus. Okay, so they go running off into the high school. Oh, no, that's so much better. Drunk kids at high school. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it's, Damn. The, it's the only place you can like save yourself from the pig man at this point. So, good they, point. So later, they tell everyone that you know they what they saw that it was uh, a humanoid, two legs, naked, covered in hair, uh, with the head of a pig. Oof, disgusting. So when the kids tell their story, a farmer then came forward with his own story. Oops. Yep. And he said that his story started at his farm and he had heard some ruckus in his like trash cans outside. So he thought that it was um, Zoe in the trash cans being a trash panda getting into reasonable, reasonable concern. <laughs> and so he goes out there to be like, you know, get the fuck out of here. You, you know, you trash pandas. And it's a pig man in his trash. And oh. so he puts two and two together and realizes that he was actually having pigs go missing on his farm. <gasps> no! The boy's eating his pigs. Yep. So that was kind of like 
the main sightings of Pigman? What? What? Um, I I said eating the pigs. Have you ever heard of something called souse? No. Okay. Do you want to know what it is? By your reaction, not really. Okay. <laughs> no, tell me. It's pig face turned into um, basically like a ground meat kind they of situation. S- they sell that in Mexico. Yep. They also yep. sell it in some of some southern stores. Um, is it's usually like the feetsies, the ears, tongue, all that like unwanted stuff like mixed together. Now you know. There's my a grandfather reason. and grandmother loved souse, and I never ate it because it looked gross. Oh. Uh, yep. Welcome to the poor South, my friend. Mm. Eat everything. Well, that's like um, gross. And e- even in the North, um, when you boil lobsters. There's like when you split open the lobster as you yeah. boil it whole. There's this thing called chyme, mm. c c h i m e. I think it's how it's spelled, and it's green. Mm. It's fucking green, and um, I see that for the first time, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And my grandmother, my great grandmother at the time, she was like, oh yeah, that that's the best part. And I went, no, what is this? And then, of course, everyone at the table was trying to convince me to eat it, and I was like, I don't eat fucking nothing unless you tell me what it is and finally my mom's like that's the organs mm-hmm. liquefied and i was like so that includes the digestive tract and i don't yep. do that shit so um scrape that off <laughs> ew gross <laughs> i don't do that shit pun intended so Blech. can we stop can we stop having can we stop can we <laughs> i'll do my best i will do my best <laughs> you're, you're... i'll reel it in <sighs> I, I'm usually the one who reels it in, but I'm so tired that I'm like, yeah, let's just go on these tangents that I'm not fucking paying attention. Anyways, okay, so those were really the two main sightings of the Pigman. Usually okay. anything anything else that I've seen of Pigman has just been like, oh, I saw the Pigman on the side of the road as I was driving down the street. So that's no. the Pigman of Vermont. Yawn. <laughs> Poor Pigman. Yep. Poor guy. Poor pigs. Poor pigs. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Poor okay. pigs. Okay. Tell me, tell me about Hawaii. Okay, cool. So uh, Hawaii is a series of islands uh, located in the ocean because they're islands. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Zoe. <laughs> You're so welcome. So I'm going to tell you about Hawaii's plantation village. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Oh, no, I didn't look any of the pronunciations up. I'm going to be the worst person. You're the worst. You're the worst. The worst. Pronounce. Give me a pronounce, please. Oh, cool. That's not how I thought that was going to be said. Nifty. So this village is uh, located in the historic Wapahu town, which is not how I thought that word was said. (laughs) So this village from the 1850s to the 1950s, so a whole hundred year period, housed uh, Chinese, Korean, Japanese, Portuguese, Puerto Rican, Filipino, and Hawaiian sugar plantation laborers. Jesus. Yes. It contained 25 plantation houses, and about half of them are reportedly haunted. Why? Great question. So, uh, the current executive director for the plantation village, his name is Jeffrey Haiga. He didn't believe in ghosts or spirits before he began working at the village in 2006. He changed his mind pretty soon after that, after (laughs) all the reports from visitors, tour guides, and his workers. Uh, The new rule that he instigated is that no one works alone. Everybody has a buddy. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. And when he is forced to visit alone, he doesn't really go alone. He brings his collie. So his little doggo to work. Makes sense, right? Uh, The dog will 
So this, this is what Haiga says about it. He says, he's a collie. He never really barks. But all of a sudden, he'll stop and he'll bark at something and there's nothing there. And I go, ugh, I don't want to go around that corner. And ah, he doesn't. Ah, okay. So the dog is like a little, like a fucking yeah. uh, dowsing rod. <laughs> yes. Like a spooky detector, as mm-hmm. you were. Sweet boy. So one of the most plant- like like haunted plantation houses is called the Portuguese house, which makes sense because a lot of Portuguese families stay there. So that's why it's called that. So many of the people that visit that house see the spirit of a girl, like a young girl dressed in a white dress. So nobody knows that girl's name, but she's a like super playful kid. She often appears to women and children, usually during the day. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And this no. is like one of the first plantation houses like going into the plantation. So you have to pass it. And a lot of people will like look at it and see her looking at them out the window and be like, who's that kid? So that's cool. <laughs> Whose child is that? Yeah. Why is there just like a random ass child? So that's cool. Uh. So there was a, a female guide that worked there. Um, she wa- was walking through the house one day and felt something like touch her hair. No. She ignored it and didn't really like do anything about it until whatever it was flipped her hair like over the back of her head into her face. And then she was like, I'm fucking done. And was like, no. And ran out of the house. Which I mean, fair enough. That would scare the shit out of me. That's pretty fucking funny, though. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. So she ran to Haiga and said, I'm never going back in that house again. I refuse. I'm not doing it. So Haiga, at this point, decided to call a minister to investigate. And this was a name I was supposed to look up as well, so I didn't butcher this man's name. (laughs) Oops. We're all learning together. You're doing great, sweetie. Thanks. No, that's Pigman. That's not what I want. That's what? your notes. That's your notes. Get out of my notes. Why so loud? Me? No, this thing that I'm... I just... Oh. Ca- okay. So this gentleman's name is Cahu Silva. So the Reverend Cahu Silva. He came by the house three separate times. On his first visit, he felt the presence of like a heavy male spirit in the house. The second time, he didn't really feel much of anything. And then the third visit, he felt the same male spirit in a separate room, in a different room than he felt the first time. So that's not ideal. That means that boy's wandering around. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So the reverend then used holy water to bless every window and door in the house. And finally, he found the girl's spirit and identified her as a good spirit. She feels very close to the area and is actually protecting all of the houses. And, like, the whole plantation, all the plantation houses. Okay. So then he turns to Haiga and the female guide, and he tells the guide, the girl is super interested in you. The guide started to cry and said, I don't want her interested in me. Make it stop. I don't like it. The reverend said, wait, listen, there's a reason that she's interested in you. So the girl didn't have a mother. So... The story Ah. is revealed, and it's very sad. The story was revealed that the girl was actually abandoned by her mother as a newborn, and the girl's father was forced to raise her alone. So with no daycare, and he was a plantation worker, no daycare was available, he would tie her to the kitchen table when he would leave to go to work. All day. All day. So then one day, there was a fire on the plantation. Bro. And the plantation workers rush back to the village to put out the fire. 
the fire looked like it was about to spread. So the, the father had a choice, either get his daughter out of the house or try and keep the fire from spreading to the forest. He decided to stop the fire from spreading to the forest because it would solve his problem of having a kid he didn't want. Motherfucker. So she died in that fire. That's awful. What a piece yeah. of shit. Correct. So the girl reaches out to women and children because children are her own age. And then she wants a mother figure. She sees this female guide as a mother figure. So that's why she's been reaching out to her, touching her, like interacting with her. Right. The guide hears this and starts to cry. And she's like, no, uh, -uh, it's not me. I don't want her. I don't want her around me. I don't want her to acknowledge me. I don't want this. Make her stop. So the little girl disappeared for five or six years. Aww. Nobody heard anything. Nobody was touched. No interaction happened at all. Um, she has just recently started to appear again in the last couple of years because she had she'd chosen another mother figure who was around all the time because she was a guide. She worked there. She would go in and out and the little girl attached herself to her and got rejected again. Mm, that's so sad. Yeah. So that's that's the... That's a little bit about the Hawaii plantation village. What happened to the? Do you have a? What happened to the the, 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 the male spirit? The male spirit? I yeah. didn't find much of anything on him. Okay. Just that there's like multiple spirits in the houses, and like it's it's assumed that they're all folks that worked there and died there. Mm. So that's fucked up. It's pretty sad, actually. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thanks. That was that was hey, a good welcome. one. That was a good one. Thanks. I wish it was happier. Yeah. I've got one that's pretty good. Tell me. You ready? Yes. This one's called The Curse of the Brunswick Spring of Vermont. Whoa. Tell me. Okay. You should Google what the spring looks like. It's kind of cool looking. Ba, ba, it'll, ba. it'll also make sense for what I'm about to explain. So in the town of Brunswick, Vermont, there is a point where six springs run together carrying their own minerals. Iron, calcium, magnesium, sulfur, bromide, and arsenic. Huh magical magical place so each of these springs flow together and eventually flow into the connecticut river which i think is really cool that there's like six separate springs that are just like all run together and they just all pop Dang, out bro right so for, i this i couldn't figure out why but apparently apparently ripley's believe it or not deemed this place the eighth wonder of the world whoa in like 19 something in the 1900s i don't know so so before the colonizers showed up, there was the Abenakis indigenous tribe that inhabited the area. And they still do inhabit the area. And they held this spring to a high regard. Now, why do they hold this spring to a high regard? Because they believe that this place had a lot of healing, a lot of a lot of healing energy and a lot of spiritual energy. And so, like, obviously that meant it meant a lot to the tribe. Like, that's, that's yeah. a, like a high, it's like a high, high, uh, high, highly regarded area of their lands. Okay. Nice. During the French and Indian War, a wounded soldier was brought to the springs by his indigenous allies, and he was placed in the spring, and he was healed. Yo, he was that's healed. cool. That's wild. So, to no one's surprise, that white man returned, and he planned on selling the water. Oh, my God. Because of its healing properties. Yep. So... The tribe did not like this for obvious reasons as well. Um, I, I, a cool fun fact that I saw um, that was written down is uh, they do not sell something that is naturally occurring in nature. Oh, 
I don't know if that applies to all the tribes, but that was like one of the like that was the reasoning of like this is naturally occurring. You don't fucking sell it. It's there. Oh, that like, makes sense. Yeah. Right. So there was some back and forth, right? Yes. Okay. And in this back and forth, don't know how it happened. Don't know how we got here, but we got here. And there was a murder of an indigenous father and child. No. Yeah. <laughs> so the mother of the said child was said to be a sorceress and she laid a motherfucking curse on that spring. Reasonable. And it said if like anyone was to try and profit off of the spring, they absolutely would not. Okay. Good. All right. So insert white man number two who attempted to still profit off of the spring by building a hotel near the spring in 1860. So this hotel was featured with 60 rooms where the water was piped into each of the individual rooms. And, of course, he's also advertised the hotel as a healing place. Let the springs heal you, blah, 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 right in your room, whatever. So. As you do. It operated until about 1894. And he apparently was doing well enough that he tried to expand the hotel to be even bigger. Mm. And that fucker burned to the ground. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Mistakes were made. So he rebuilt it. And oh. it, it, and it took a while. Um, it was see, it burned to the ground in 1894, and it I think it was like 1901, 1902. It was rebuilt seven or eight years. It took to get rebuilt. So he died in 1910. Okay. Okay. That's when white na- man number three came in, John Hutchins, and he, as he got his hands on the property, ten years later, twenty years later. <laughs> He would have a fire every year for three consecutive years. <laughs> Jesus. So, so in 1929, the lodge burnt to the ground. So he started to build it again. Like, again, 1930, burnt to the ground. So he started building it again. 1931, burnt to the ground. So they determined that paint fumes was the first time it burned to the ground. They have no fucking clue why the second or third time it burnt to the ground. They have no idea. So he gave up. Oh, my God. He just gave up. He said, fuck this. I'm out. I'm done. So today, nothing has ever been built around the spring. There are still, like, houses in the area of, like, rich people who are, like, trying to drink the fresh spring water or whatever. But, like, there's nothing in the immediate vicinity of the spring. And the remains of that burnt-down hotel are still there. Still there. Whoa, I want to go see. The Abernaki natives, they frequent the hotel and they, like, give appreciation that, like, it was burnt to the ground and that, no, like, it wasn't completely ruined and profitized and blah, 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 blah. And... The tribe, which I think is super fucking cool, bought the land. Hell so, yeah, guys. Yes, so no one else can commercialize off of the land. So they, they scraped together money and they bought it and they said, no, no one's allowed to touch the spring. That's awesome. But this area is still really weird. Okay. And a lot of the folks that live near it get a really uneasy feeling going near it. Uh-huh. And not so fun fact, there were two men that actually hung themselves in that area because there's, there's also cool. yeah there's also a lake in that area as well so like hung themselves in that spring lakey area in there and then a woman also drove her car off of the road into the lake and drowned oh uh, that's not great yeah so people people say it gives bad vibes but also there's other people who go to the spring 
and drink the water, they do attest that it heals you. Even like one guy was like, yeah, I've, I've fucked up my back. And I went up there, it got some spring water and it healed my back. And there was like another like, um, what am I trying to say? I don't know. There was another. I would assist you if I knew. There was another proclaim, uh, attestation. Sure. Is that a proclamation? word? Sure. Another, let's, let's just, yeah, let's be fancy. Proclamation. There was another proclamation that there was a guy who drank from the water and he lived to be 93 years old. Hell yeah. So there you go. That's the uh, Brunswick spring that is cursed. Huh. Well, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Huh. Your turn. Okay. Uh, so this place. It's also in Hawaii, weirdly enough. Almost like uh. we're doing states. Um <laughs> It's called the Waikiki Prince Hotel. I love it. Do you know anything about Hawaiian history? Just out of curiosity. It's cool if you don't. Not um, a lot of people do. Oh my god, this fucking cat. Um, he's so cute. No. Uh, okay, he's that's to bite fine. Me. He's trying to bite me. Um, I hope he bites your little ankies. He bites the attention. back of my arm like an <laughs> asshole. God. I love him. Oh, he cracks me up. Okay. So, so there were indigenous people living on the land. Yes. Um... And then, like, America people was it was it Americans or mm-hmm. like settlers yeah. that it was American businessmen actually it wasn't even did, settlers. Didn't he like take <laughs> the 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 Queen of Hawaii hostage? Yeah, he overthrew the monarchy of um, Hawaii because they're uh, like we had trade agreements with them. And because they were their own, like, independent country, and we recognized them as a country until we decided we didn't want to have to pay the tariffs that they had instilled. So we went, nah, that's ours now, and took it. <sighs> America. <laughs> and most of those people are now living in shanties on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, there's a reason, that is the reason, that a vast majority of Hawaiians and Polynesians dislike Americans, weirdly enough. They don't recognize the president, which makes sense. I mean, anyway. I don't I don't fucking <laughs> blame them. Right. Crazy. So let's talk about the Waikiki Prince Hotel. So the hotel was constructed in 1953 due to the unprecedented boom in tourism post-war. Uh, thousands of people wanted to bask on the beaches of Honolulu because wouldn't you just like to hang out on a beach where everything is so nice after you've been storming the beaches of Normandy? These are nice beaches. Makes sense. sense. Oh, so the hotel gets its name from someone that I really want to honor and I'm trying super hard. His name is difficult for me to pronounce because I am a white southerner. (sighs) His name is Prince Jonah Cahio. Hold on. So fucking hard to say. I'm so sorry. Uh, Kalanio Nayo. We're going to call him Prince Jonah because I can pronounce that and not be a dick. So. Okay. Cool. So he was a prince of the Kingdom of Hawaii until its dismantling in 1893 Mm -hmm. when the U.S. took it over. Uh, He was known as the Prince of the People. And after his dethroning, he actually went on to represent Hawaii in Congress, making him the first and only member of Congress to be royalty. Oh, damn. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool dude. So, of course, the home, the hotel almost immediately started having reports about strange happenings. Because, of course, it did. Uh, this is... I don't want this to be the only episode that I cover Hawaii. Because there's actually a lot of really cool and interesting things that happen in Hawaii. So, mm-hmm. we're just going to kind of allude to some of the things I'm going to talk about in the future. Some The, the Hawaiian, like... 
like lores and legends are amazing. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. So currently, longtime employees of the hotel report strange lights moving through the rooms and the hallways. The fuck? They're described as these incandescently bright, like, balls. Well, not really balls. They're just lights, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they usually appear on the topmost floors. Would you Would you say yes. that they're balls of light? I mean, like, not necessarily <gasps> balls, because they can be in, like, other shapes. Like a square? So it's, sure, rectangle, rhombus. Mm-hmm. So this rhombus of light... Uh, <laughs> Appears usually only on the top floors. Like, it doesn't appear toward the ground, only top floors, which is strange. So, employees describe making their way down the hallways of the upper floors when they're suddenly... No, down the hallways, you know. Making their way downtown? Walking fast? Making their way down the halls. Faces pass? Headlights? No, balls. Ramuses of lights pass. I'm singing a song. I know. I know, you're just... You're you're ruining it on purpose. Yeah. That's what I do with everything. You're welcome to my Uh. life. So employees are walking down the hallways on the upper floors when suddenly mm-hmm. they get very cold. They get hit with this like crazy cold out of nowhere, followed by the lights coming out of one wall in front of them, just meandering slowly across the hallway before disappearing into the other wall. Why is it so high up? I don't know. It just meanders too, which I thought was weird. Instead of just like shooting, she, she just like taking her sweet ass time. So some of the maids who have worked there for years and years will just, like, feel the cold and just stop and wait for the ball to come out. And then they, like, huff impatiently because it's taken too fucking long. (laughs) And then, like, it goes through the other wall and then they continue on with what they're doing. Great. So, like, they're just used to it. They're like, whatever. It's fine. Wait, what is... That cat's so cute. Hey, he's he's biting the shit out of me for attention. (laughs) Um, What does the hotel have to do with Prince the Prince? It's named after him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Proceed. You're good. So something else kind of crazy that happens is items will just go missing from the rooms, like guests' items will just go missing, and they'll either show up in the rooms in a different place than they were placed, in like a really obvious place too. Like you leave it on the nightstand and it's gone for like three days, and then you come back and it's like sitting on the bed. Like fuck. You would have noticed if you went to lay down if it was on the bed. So like it's not like it just shifted. Like something moved it. People have also noticed and reported, which I think is really funny, semi-transparent people lounging by the pool <laughs> in, or, like, walking down the hallways. And, like, the guy that likes to hang out by the pool is in, like, a really obnoxious Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> like, a guest. <laughs> he looks like a guest, but he's semi-transparent, which is strange because nobody has ever died here. So, like, what the fuck is he doing here? Doesn't make any sense. He just he just loved it so much. Maybe. He, maybe he that's, was, like, his, his place. He was just dying to get back there. I'm not even gonna <laughs> warrant that with a smile. It wasn't Come even on. that good. Yeah. It wasn't even that good. Ugh. It was great. Thank you. Ugh. It's also rumored to see the prince the hotel is named after there. One story goes, quote, In fact... One guest reports getting out of the elevator on the top floor, expecting the Hawaiian man, like, that was in the elevator next to her. Because there's, like, she gets in the elevator and there's a dude in the elevator and she's like, eh, whatever. And then she expects him to get out of the elevator with her. And then when she turns around to say bye, because they'd, like, chit-chatted a little bit, she turns around and he's not there. He's not in the elevator. 
So she's like, that's fucking weird. So, yeah. So she ventures down the hallway to the lobby later in the afternoon. And she's like wondering if she should maybe like ask the concierge about the person. Like, hey, do you guys have like a a weird um, bell boy that like talks to people that doesn't wear a uniform? Uh, I don't know. Has anybody else run into this like weird dude that'll talk to you and then just isn't there? So she turns and she sees an old black and white portrait in a gold, like a really like big, pretty gilded gold frame. Mm-hmm. She leans in to look and she sees the guy that was in the elevator with her, like in the photo. And she's like, that's fucking weird. And then a plaque beneath it is like Prince Jonah, like his full name, March 26, 1871 to January 7th, 1922. And she oh. realizes, oh, my God, that's the guy that was in the elevator with me. Oh, my God, he's been dead for like 80 years. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> So that's kind of fun. How the fuck was he having a conversation? He was talking to her. Well, I, okay. Well, my question was going to be like, did he know English? But he must have, must have known English to go work in Congress. Yes. Okay. I actually don't know what the native Hawaiian language is called. What it is. I don't know if it's just Hawaiian or what. I'm sure they have their own. I'm very ignorant when it comes to Hawaii, so. It's okay. Oh yeah. It's literally just called the Hawaiian language. Uh, Are you sure that they didn't call it something? The word that I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a beautiful language. I'm just b- b- bad with words. Uh, also, they put an apostrophe between the two eyes in Hawaii. Hawaii. Which, yeah. Yeah. Ah. This cat has turned into a fucking lap cat. I'm so he's sick so of it. He's so cute. Ugh. Don't even. He's the best. But yeah. There we go. And that's the that's the end of my tale. Okay. Great. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That was that's pretty good. Little little mini haunting in a in a hotel. Ooh, spooky okay. hotel. I think we'll call this the 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 center. We'll Perfect. Call this. Okay. All right. Cool. This is the part of the episode where we give shout outs to our newest Patreon members today. However, we do not have any newest Patreon members today, and that is A-OK. So if you want to get a shout out right here, right now in the middle of our podcast, please be sure to head over to Patreon at patreon.com slash hauntherabrowingnow and sign up for one of our tiers, and we'll give you a shout out. But if you cannot support us in any monetary means, that's okay. So if you're listening to us on iTunes, please be sure to drop a rate and review. If you're listening to us on Spotify, please be sure to drop a rate and review. And anywhere else you are listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. I fucking nailed that. You did great. Thank you. Also, I I would also like to say to everybody that the comment section on our website has been broken since June (laughs) of last year. June of 2022. (laughs) Yeah. So if you have commented, thank you so very much for putting in the effort to speak with us. We're really not dickheads. We just didn't know it was broken. Yes. So, so please, we're gonna we are going to make a conscious effort to keep checking it again. So if you yeah. if you dropped us a comment and we didn't cover it, um, that's please, why. <laughs> please, please please try again. Please please try again. Ha, 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 ha. The cat's being an a hole. Just he's so cute. Leave him alone. <sighs> what a baby. No, he claws my feet, and I had to you'll, get you'll be okay. I had to get slippers because I was so tired <laughs> of him clawing my feet. Okay. Oh my god, you're like an old cat lady. With your Listen, slippers and your cat. <laughs> even even Savannah was all like, Oh my god, I love your cat. I'm like, you don't you don't know, bitch. You don't and She's she sat so the, cute, shut up. She sat on the floor one time and that cat jumped on her and attacked ah, her. I love him. I sat on the floor once in your like old old apartment and he just he just came up to me and was like, Give me attention and then mm. that was it. And he was great. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. Mm. I love that cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways. 
<sighs> we're going to talk about honestly this could this could have been its own episode to be honest like there are so many sightings of this monster tell me we have the monster of lake memphremagog i definitely thought that was memphremagog memphremagog mm-hmm. yep interesting it's um indigenous it's from indigenous origins got you that's why i actually included what some of the translations were because i was like oh no i put them right here okay so lake memphremagog is 32 miles long and it's mostly owned excuse me it's mostly in it's mostly in is it mostly in quebec no that's wrong that's not even right that's not right um it's not owned by quebec half a third of it is in quebec two-thirds of it is in vermont Okay, so this, okay. This, this lake does go across the border. Okay, all right, so 22 miles of it is owned by Vermont. Great, I'm so glad we got here. So the name is derived from two, one of the two indigenous groups. Um, I couldn't, I, I, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the names. I think one of the, actually, I think one of the tribes was, uh, what was it? The one in the previous Abenakis. Yeah, I was about to say the the name that I liked. Yes, that one. Okay. If I'm if I'm pronouncing that right. Um so so one of the wa- so one of the translation comes from a word uh where there is big expanse of water or another translation is a long and large sheet of water. Okay. So like there was some I'm sure like white people were like I can't pronounce that and it just got derived down to men from Magog is huh. what it was. Okay. So May 5th? Yes. I just realized I was like sniffing into my mic. Ugh. I sniffed into the mic too for a show of solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> for a show of solidarity? <laughs> yeah, show in solidarity. So we did uh, it together. You're not alone. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Okay. Well, it's because there's where I moved cat hair got on my mic and where I'm like, <laughs> my face is always on the mic. It's now getting in my nose. Okay. So. LOL. You want to know what it's like having a cat? Just sprinkle cat hair everywhere. In your food, on your clothes, in your bed, on your toothbrush, everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere you could think to put cat hair, put fucking cat hair. Like the bottom of your shoes, in your underwear. Like, it's going to be why everywhere. Do you, why do you have cat hair on your toothbrush? It's everywhere. I mean, I don't. I had a cat for a long time. I don't have cat hair on my toothbrush. You had a short hair cat. That's true. I did never have a long hair cat. We no. had a long hair cat, but he was outside only. Right. Yeah. There's mm. a difference. Long hair. Yes. You fuzzy... F- yeah, you. You fuzzy fucker. <laughs> I okay. love him so much. <sighs> God damn it. So, May 5th, 2000. Yes. Okay. A retired Montreal police officer. Uh-huh. He had a French name that was way too fucking hard, and I, I'm, oh. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not about You're it. Fair. Like, Like, I know that I took French, but, like, sometimes I have my limits, and that name was definitely it. So... Mr. Frenchman. He was a Mr. Mr. Montreal Police French man. <laughs> <laughs> he was at his lake house on uh, Memphre Magog. And uh-huh. he's chilling in his golden years. And he just so happens to look out of his window onto the lake. And he sees something causing a wake in the water. Oh, shit. So That's much spooky. so. It is. It's very spooky. And it's so much so that he thinks that it's his neighbor out on the boat. Yeah, that's a good concern. Good thought. Right. But he doesn't see a boat. And that's when he finally deduces, holy shit, it's the monster. And they also nicknamed the monster Memphrey. 
Oh, that's pretty cute though. Memphrey. Yeah. I like that name. I like that name. Yeah. So Memphrey. so he so we'll get into it, but like because he knew it was the monster Memphrey, this is not the first occurrence, this is not the last occurrence. Uh I think I wrote somewhere in my notes that like the talk of this monster has started from the settlement of the white man on this land. Like indigenous oh. tribes know of this monster. So like this is okay. Yeah, so this is a whole thing. This is a whole thing. Okay. So he gets his wife because he's like, I'm not I'm not about to be accused of being tripping, right? So he grabs his wife and he go they go out onto the porch and they watch it. They watch it for a very long time. But they they just say it's like on top of the water and he proclaims that it's only four or five feet long and it has whiskers on each side of its mouth. It's an otter. We're gonna get there. Oh, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna get there. So, um, or we're not gonna or, like we got we got more we got more we got more. I Let's mean, still that. it's way bigger than an otter would be. So, like to be fair, well, so catfish. I, so from, that would make sense. The way it's described is like it's it's usually like it doesn't come above the water, so you're only seeing four to five feet, but the rest oh. of it's so like it's just its back, right? Oh. I don't know how he saw the whiskers because, like, that's a very thin thing that you see in the water. I don't know. But uh, we'll we'll get there. Just hang on. I got you. Okay. I got you. So. Cool. May 18th, 2003. All right. Jean Grenier, he was out on the fish. He was out on the fish. God damn it. He was out in the lake fishing. (laughs) Okay. As As you do on the lake, you go fishing or you go boating. But he's fishing. Okay. So he notices that the water is moving. Like, there is something underneath it. The fuck is that? So he said something, again, something has risen out of the water. And there's no head, there's no tail. But there is something huge that's coming out of the water and, like, creating a, again, a wake. And he says it's just a large black creature. And it stays on the surface for, like, three minutes. He's watching this thing move. And it just goes back under the water. Yes. That's massive. No, thank and, you. And what the fuck is that? So three minutes he watches this thing and it goes back underneath the water. Okay. So so as I mentioned, uh, this was not the first time that it's been brought up that there was something in this lake. Indigenous people, as early as the settlers, said that there was definitely something swimming in the lakes. I think the the video that I watched said they thought an, an anaconda was in the lake, which that doesn't make sense. Uh, snakes are cold water and Vermont is fucking freezing. So... I said anacondas are cold water. They're cold blood. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, they're cold blooded. So I'm that just gonna I leave it alone. Anyways, I'm so anything. <laughs> someone, so it, it, I need to go to bed. So yeah. <clears throat> so indigenous people don't swim in the lake, and that's why. Okay. Reasonable. Right, because they know something fucking there, and it's, and it's like nah, they won't get in the lake. I'm not getting in the fucking lake. So they're not doing it. The average sighting of this monster was like, th- on average, three times a year, but it usually got up to like somewhere in the teens. Yo. And there was this there was this French guy talking. I couldn't figure out who the fuck he was or like what his importance was, but he was from Montreal, Quebec area, and there's just like such a draw on this lake with this monster that they're just like, hey, there's nothing to worry about if you like move to Vermont except for that fucking lake. <laughs> So even even people from MIT came up to like they they went from one end of the lake to another to run like their um 
their sonar into the into the lake to see if they can catch anything on sonar but they didn't but like that's how much shit is drumming up about this that like actual scientists are coming up to be like what the fuck is going on up here that's crazy so but what's been the most convincing about the sightings of this creature now mind you this lake is 33 33 32 something like that miles long and they'll get different reports at different parts of the lake at different times. So, like he said, for example, in the morning, they got a report on, like, the south side of the lake. And then, like, sometime around midday, they got a report, like, towards, like, the east side in the middle of the lake. And then later in the evening, they got another report at, like, the northwest side of the lake. Jesus. It's like, ew. Yeah, something's going to be real big to be able to move that quickly. Right. Right. Gross. So, Gerard Charland, June 18th, 1989. Gerard yes. is a troller on the lake. Troller, not as in like a meme troller, but troller as in you throw lines out and then you just troll the lake and then you just snag something. Which I Trolling think is, motors. I, fe- <sighs> I feel like is the lamest way to fish. But anyways. <laughs> so, he and a client went out on the lake to go trolling. And while they were out, he... So... You can have like a little, I don't know, people don't fish. Not not everybody probably knows this. But on boats, you can put a, it's not sonar necessarily, but it is a type of radar that you can put on the bottom of your boat that'll emit a frequency and it bounces back and it'll tell you if there are fish. Okay. It's called something real dumb. A fish finder, which cracks me up. It is. It is called a fish finder. (laughs) I made it up to be way more fancy the yeah. name is but like it's a it's a good old fish finder it's we're gonna spend eight hundred dollars on a garmin fish finder you <laughs> can <laughs> find me some fish oh my god okay so he's got a fish finder thank you i put fucking yeah. fish sonar on my goddamn notes it's a fucking <laughs> fish finder jesus christ so cool. on the fish finder screen there's this big black blob okay that means there is something fucking big, and it's coming up. It's coming up to the surface, all right? So Gross. he's he's fished the area. Like, he knows the area. It's obviously not a rock. A rock's not going to fucking float to the surface, and it's probably not a log either, because that, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't make sense either. So he says to the client, hey, hold on to the boat. I think we're going to capsize. Oh, shit. So the client's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the, the fisherman, Gerard, he's like, there is something in the water that is coming up right now. Jesus. Yep. So they wait. And then something fucking comes out of the water. Something comes whole-headed out of the water. And he said, he described it. He said it looks something like a horse. That it was like 12 to 14 feet, like a tail that was 12 to 14 feet long. And it came out of the water head head and all and he said that it was like upright in the water with two front feet and he actually chased it down to get a closer look but he said when he got close to it it went back underneath the water what the fuck yep yep so i could keep going on and on and on and on and on there's so many sightings of um memphrey but there's even a film that i linked in my notes that, that I was mostly watching to get this information. And there's actually a 1997 recording of this thing moving through the water. And you can see it. Okay. <laughs> I was just staring at my notes waiting for your little cursor to pop up. 
and I linked it right to the to the time. Yeah, I don't see him. Just wait a second. I'm not gonna like Been put it. I'm seconds. not gonna just blast you with it. You got. I gotta work you up to it. I don't like that. I know. I want you instant know. gratification. I know. That's why you I like keep... microtransactions. Oh my it's not god. True. <laughs> they actually make me really upset. That lady's never fished a day in her life. <laughs> what the fuck are you, buddy? It's long, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? I'm so upset. It's like the Loch Ness monster. Like it's like almost like some prehistoric. Huh. That's the wildest thing I ever done. See that I didn't really see. Cause you can't really <laughs> see nothing. Just a big long black shaped boy. Huh. It just, it just slithers through the water. Huh. So that's the monster. A Memphrey Magog. That's terrifying. Yeah, isn't it? I want to understand. And I don't think I ever will. And that's really sad. Like, it's just interesting to me. Well, I do and I don't. But, like, there's more sightings and more everything about Memphrey than the Loch Ness Monster. Like, come on. What? A hippocamp is what I was thinking of. What the fuck is Hippo- that? A hippocampus. What the fuck it's, is that? It's, it's a horse head. With little horse paws or horse hoofs, hoofs like leggies on the front. It's got wings and it has a long serpent tail. Ah. A hippocampus. It's or that. a hippocamp. It's a Greek thing. It's literally just uh, butting together the Greek word horse and sea monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just take the wings off and, and that's, that's probably about it. Well, they can either have wings or not have wings. Let me. Okay. Do, 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 do. Here, look at this thing here. There you go. Oh, you I mean, that's like a poor, like, click click the link and it'll take you and you can see, like, it's in, like, Roman mosaics and, like, terracotta bowls and all sorts of shit. So. Yeah. It looks like that. Yeah, Is the fellow when he said that. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Quick call on my couch. LOL. Sorry. He doesn't give a shit. Okay. No, he doesn't have any more carpet to rip up, so I'm about to put carpet down in a couple of spots so he can call that. Not my fucking couch. Okay, your turn. Reasonable. Okay. Uh, my last place is called the IO Theater. So this theater has been on the National Register of Historic Places since 1995. The theater was originally a silent movie house in Vaudeville House, which I had to look up what the fuck a Vaudeville House was. And it features a mix of burlesque comedy and with, like, songs and dance. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun. The theater is a Spanish mission style. It fell into disrepair in the 1980s, and after threats of demolition, that's when it was added to the National Register. It is now the home of a local community theater group who have had so many paranormal happenings. So there's, like, Tell normal me. shit. Yes. Like, lights flickering, unexplained voices... My personal favorite, a misty luminescent ghost that will like sit in the seats and watch the movies. Um, I she- love that. I love yeah. that so fucking much. She also will sit in like different seats. It's not always one. It's like different seats. So get she'll sit, she'll like to get the best view of what she's watching, like depending on what it is. Hilarious. I love her. <laughs> she's also like when the place is closed to the public, and, but like there's still like staff and stuff. They've seen her on stage. So, like, maybe she was a performer. I don't know. Ooh, cool. (laughs) So, (laughs) she has been dubbed Emma because, okay, I'll I'll get to that story in a minute. So, but she's called Emma and she's like an unknown flapper actress from the, like, like 20s, right? Yeah. So, she loves any production 
that features anything about the 20s. So, like, her personal favorites are Chicago and Cabaret. So, if either one of those is playing, bitch is going to be in the audience. Like, she loves that shit. So, that's, so Emma. That's, that's so funny that we can know a ghost's favorite movie or show. It cracks me up. It's great. It makes me so happy. So, lights will flicker and the boards will stop working for no reason. But as soon as someone acknowledges Emma, the activity stops. So, like, things work as normal. So you just have to be like, hey, Emma, I know you're there. Can you, like, stop messing with stuff? And then it's fine. And it works. She's just like, notice me. Notice me. Yeah, she's like, pay attention to me. Hello. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So according to a 2011 article on MauiTime.com, I've linked it in my notes, uh, during a production in 1992, a person named Kruger says, something was messing with the lights and there was a very, like, just irritated presence in the room. She says that the cast and crew started speaking to each other collectively and they determined that the spirit's irritation might be due to the living, like, not addressing them, right? Like, not acknowledging them in a personal way. So, for that time, they decided, okay, we're just going to start saying different names out loud and, like, see what it responds to. So, they said Emma and then all of a sudden there was, like, a cool breezy feeling in the air and everybody was like, whoa, that's her name. That's it. Whoa. And ever since they've called her Emma, and she's cool with being called Emma. Okay. Super funny. So she doesn't really, like, mess with anybody since she's been named. She's cool with everything. Okay. So no one really knows if there was a woman named Emma associated with the theater, how she died, if she was actually a flapper, because that wasn't a thing in Hawaii, uh, or what her story might be. Nobody really knows. She's just there. Uh, There are other ghosts that are seen in the place. One is in the basement. Um, a lot of people will see spirits in the basement that are ghosts of Hawaiian soldiers who died during battle centuries ago in the Io Valley. So it's like pre-US takeover, like whole sorts of things. It's like wars from like Hawaiian wars. Huh. Crazy. Witnesses also report seeing like feeling cold spots, seeing shadowy figures and hearing voices. And they have a dressing room poltergeist. Who, as the girls are getting ready, loves to just, like, fucking throw shit. Bro. Yeah. That's yeah. so fucked up. Yeah, so they can't leave their makeup unattended or it just gets thrown everywhere. Yeah, because that's just expensive. <laughs> yes, very much so. Yeah. It just He just really likes to cause chaos. It really likes to cause chaos. Uh, kind of a weenie. Huh. That's it. That's what I got about the IO theater. Damn. Not a whole, whole lot. No, that was good. That was solid. Oh, thanks. It was very quick and quick and fast. I just said it's fast, fast. Okay. You tell me your last story. Okay. Well, this isn't fast. Okay. Uh, this is um the last. My last point is the. This isn't haunted, but this is really fucking weird. Okay. The frozen people of Vermont, and it is. I don't exact- like anything that you just said. <laughs> it is exactly that frozen people. <sighs> so the story. My stem- literal nightmare. Being frozen to death? Yes. Ever ever since I watched um, that movie about the weather change patterns because of global warming that came out in, like, the 2000s, that, like, dudes in helicopters got frozen to death instantly. The after tomorrow? Yes. Where the, the, three, yeah. the three mega hurricanes come through yes. and it, it drew the, the eye of the... Um, the eye of the hurricane sucked the cold air from space. Yes. Yes. Yep. And then fucking murdered people. Terrifying. Yeah, that was, yeah, day after tomorrow. That was really, wasn't that Nicolas Cage? 
Probably. Okay. That was, thank you. I didn't want to remember that movie and now I do. You're welcome. Now tell me all about this scary frozen fucking people in Vermont thing. You fucker. Okay. So this (laughs) started, stemmed from a journal that was found found by, written by a man named William whose nephew found the diary. So he was a reporter. So maybe conveniently enough, he came up with a story to drum up some attention to himself. I don't know. But um, this publisher swears that he found this diary of his uncle, William. Mm-hmm. And he, he posted it in the Montpellier Argus and Patriot, which is the name okay. of the paper. And I think I butchered the shit out of that. So. That's okay. December 21st, 1887. Okay. So in them hills be poverty. Okay. I don't know. that I'm, I made that joke before. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that fits. Yeah. Yep. So. 20 minutes outside the town of Montpellier, I think is how you pronounce it. I want to say it's Montpellier. I spelt it wrong. I spelt it wrong. It was supposed to be spelled like that. (laughs) Oh my God, just tell me how to say the word. (laughs) (sighs) It'll eventually pronounce it. What the fuck are you watching? Montpellier. God damn it. It's fucking dumb. (laughs) What? Montpellier. That's what the guy said. I don't I don't believe it. Anyways. Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right. So, the poor farming family. I mean, dirt dirt poor pun intended, dirt poor farming family. So, they could never build up a supply of food in the winter. Mm-hmm. No, excuse me. They could never build up a supply of food to last them through the winter with all the mouths to feed, right? And they couldn't they also didn't have the money to buy food. Ugh. So, it was like, what the fuck do we do? So, the solution was to bury the elderly in the ground for hibernation, and then thaw them out in the summer, in the spring, so they can just that doesn't back. work. No, but this journal entry swears by it, and those other people who also swear by it that this that was a thing. makes my skull itch, and I don't like it. So the journal by William he <sighs> accounts for four men and two women that were drugged. They were given this concoction to drink. And they were in the house, you know, being warmed by the fire, whatever. And they drank it until they went unconscious. Now, when they were unconscious, they were stripped down to their undergarments and they were brought outside. Now, when they were brought out into the cold, uh, they were left there on the frozen fucking snow to freeze until they were just white as ice. The- <laughs> you look on the look on your face. I, I almost did not include the story, but I was like, no, I'm going to include it. So... They were then packed into a box with hay and stored. What, to keep them warm? Why the fuck would you put hay in it? That's stupid. One. So they didn't break? To give them a little support while they were frozen, right? And then to also, I don't know, just keep them I'm in so there. mad. Just put some hay in there. Just have a little bit of, like, humanity. And also they no. put them in a box to keep, like, the predators away from getting at them. So they put them out in the snow, and then, like, a snowstorm would come through that night, and boom, they were just, they were in the snow. They were just stored in a snowdrift. <laughs> so, so, Zoe, once the warm weather came, they, of course, warm weather's still there, but they're still, like, you know, the 12-foot snowdrift that the, the boxes are still in. So they dig them out of the snowdrift. And they put them into a steam bath with a hemlock potion. And the family members would also um, rub 
like rub rub their bodies to like kind of get the blood circulation and get like you know friction get some heat going in their skin and they would just have normal color come back to their skin and once they were just back to normal they'd have a big ass meal and they were ready to go they were like nothing ever happened they had a good sleep and they were ready to go again so i linked the diary accounts in my notes if you want to read them they were kind of short they were long but short short but long like they're short enough to read but long enough that i didn't like want to just i can read them i don't know how you feel i hate it okay i'll read the first one we'll read the first one first entry january 7th I went on the mountain today and witnessed what to me was a horrible sight. It seemed that the dwellers there who were unable, either from age or other reasons, to contribute to the support of their families are disposed of in the winter months in a manner that will shock the one who reads this diary, unless that person lives in that vicinity. I will describe what I saw. Six persons, four men, two women, one of the men a cripple about 30 years old, the other five past the age of usefulness lay on the earthly floor of the cabin drugged into insensibility while members of their families were gathered about them in apparent indifference in a short time the unconscious bodies were inspected by several old people who said they are ready they were then stripped of all their clothing except except a single garment then the bodies were carried outside and laid on logs exposed to the bitter cold mountain air the operation having been delayed several days for suitable weather meaning i.e. colder <laughs> Uh, it was it was night when the bodies were carried out, and the full moon occasionally obscured by flying clouds shone on their upturned ghastly faces, and a horrible fascination kept me by the bodies as long as I could endure the severe cold. Soon the noses, ears, and fingers began to turn white, then the limbs and face assumed a tallow look. I could stand the cold no longer and went inside where I found the friends in cheerful conversation. In about an hour, I went out and looked at the bodies. They were fast freezing. I could not shut out the sight of those freezing bodies outside. Neither could I bear to be in the darkness. But I piled on the wood in the cavernous fireplace and seated on a shingle block past the dreary night, terror-stricken by the horrible sights I had witnessed. What the fuck? Yep. And there you go. What the fuck? So I got curious um, before we started this and Googled, uh, is it painful to die of hypothermia? And the answer is no, it's not. You're delusional. Because you can't feel it. Yep. You can't feel anything. You also get delusional before that point. Yes. You usually, um, you get so cold that you actually feel hot and you will take your clothes off. Gross. Do you know that? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because you think like, because cause the, the cold gets so intense, like it feels like you're on fire because mm -hmm. the tingling in your muscles and all of the things, which like, also, if you freeze somebody, you have to figure out how to um, fix all of their frozen cells, which will burst from the liquid inside them expanding out. So yep. their cells aren't functional. Like there's literally no, like that's how we can look at something and go, oh, it's been frozen. Like, because the cell tissue is all damaged. Like, there's no way somebody could get frozen and then unfrozen. Gross. I'm terrified. Yes. There's a frog that does it. I don't care about frogs. I'm talking <laughs> about people. Huh. There's a frog I don't like it. There's a frog that does it, though. It gets completely frozen. I don't like it. I don't know why, but it squigs me out worse than, like, any of the spooky ghost stuff. <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Freezing to death. Mm, gross. Mm, no. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Correct. Okay. Great. Well, that's all I got for Vermont. 
Thanks. No, thank you. That's all I ever wanted. Well, I don't I don't think that I don't think that's necessarily true, but okay. It's not. Okay. It's not true. It was actually really scary. Can I go to bed? Can I go to bed now? Yeah, I gotta go to bed too. So yes, goodbye. Okay. I mean like not actually goodbye, but you know. (laughs) Okay. Great. All right. Um we'll close out. How do I close out? Um Oh, if you want to check us out, please be sure to head over to our website at www.hauntherbarelynoherg.com. We have a contact page, which is now working. Ooh, it now works. (laughs) And we will attempt to continue to check it. So if you submitted a story and we did not cover it or we did not respond back to you or make some mention of it in the podcast, please go back, do it again, and we will see what we can do with it. So if you also want to check us out further, you can hit us up on on social media at... H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I'm on Instagram. Zoe's on Twitter. Woo. Zoe say. What? Yeah, Zoe say. <laughs> I'm, trying ha, ha, to, ha. I'm trying to get my sister-in-law to um, manage at least our Instagram, but she got sucked into another job, and that's just consuming a lot of her time, and she's got ADHD, so I was like, God damn it. Ha, 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 ha. It's fine. Well, we'll it's fine. It's fine. Ha. We're One doing day. something. One day when we make it big, we'll just hire someone to do posts. Hell yeah. Okay. That's all we got. That's all I yep. got. That's what I got. That's it. You good? Yes. Am I good? Yes. Cool. That's what I, that's what I like to hear. Go to bed. Jesus Christ. I know. I'm so tired. Okay. All right. <laughs> Until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or any of those frozen fucking rethawed people. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, I love it. <laughs>